This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, guys? And welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality. And we have a very fun, very serious, very enthusiastic, sarcastic, sense of humor type of podcast coming up today. So um, before we kind of get into today's guest, Colton Underwood came out of the closet this morning. Um, The interview was teased yesterday on Good Morning America, but the interview was released today. And, you know, I cannot stop thinking about it. I cannot stop talking about it. I can't stop making TikTok videos about it. I can't stop going on live about it. I mean, This is major, major news for Bachelor Nation, especially as a Bachelor Nation OG fan, expert enthusiast like myself. And then on top of that, I'm gay. So it's like, oh my gosh, Colton came out as gay. Is he single? But not even that. Like, there's so much to unpack um, with this Colton Underwood story. I mean, there's the Cassie. There's the fact that he went on TV. Um, You know, just his upbringing coming from the Midwest and moving to California to pursue fame. I mean, there is so much to unpack with Colton Underwood, and we're definitely going to talk a little bit about it today with my guest who um, is named Louis Levante. He is a TikTok star. I'm going to talk about him in a minute, but I did just kind of want to come on here before I get Louis on the podcast and talk a little bit about Colton and the whole situation and my thoughts on it. Um, This is actually the first time that I am recording my intro before I interview my guest. Usually I record the intro after the guest, so you guys know what to expect. Um, But today with this groundbreaking news, I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about Colton and um, the whole situation. So for everyone that doesn't know, Colton Underwood was The Bachelor. um, And when he went on the show, he was labeled The Virgin Bachelor because he never had sex before. Um, and that was kind of like his big thing. And Colton was honestly like a huge part of Bachelor Nation, like crazy huge part. And um, he got into a relationship with Cassie Randolph. He didn't end up choosing her at the end. I mean, he ended up choosing her at the end, but he didn't end up proposing. I think he was one of the first bachelors that like didn't propose. And he ended up jumping a fence for her. And that was like a whole dramatic scene. Um, they ended up dating in real life after the show. They lived in LA. Um, they lived in Huntington Beach, which is where Cassie's family is from. And They were dating for about two years and Colton and Cassie ended up breaking up about six or seven months ago. And when they broke up, it was messy. It was messy because of Colton. Like Cassie is totally the victim in this situation. So when they broke up, Colton ended up kind of, um, he wouldn't let the relationship go. He ended up stalking Cassie's life, you know, creating fake phone numbers, putting a tracking device in her car. He was even camping outside of his, of her family's house in Huntington beach. And like, I remember hearing a story about Cassie's younger brother, who I think is like 21, who literally like saw Colton and like got all frazzled in like the middle of the night or something. And and the whole situation was crazy. So Cassie ended up filing a restraining order against Colton. Um, I don't know if she pressed charges or like how that ended up playing out, but I do know that they ended up forgiving each other, moving on. Colton like totally moved on from it and like stopped bothering her and When that happened, Colton deleted all of his Instagram posts about six, seven months ago. 
um, completely went ghost. We never heard from him again. I was like, oh my God, Colton is canceled. Um, you know, he got canceled. He left being famous and he just kind of got canceled. And we really stopped thinking about him. Um, and then literally all of a sudden, as in yesterday, um, this Good Morning America teaser came out and Colton um, revealed this morning that he was gay. Like, so insane. We finally have a gay bachelor. Bachelor fans have been waiting for a gay bachelor and we finally have one. So, I mean, not and not in the way we expected. Now, I don't want to excuse Colton's behavior because I'm obviously going to gush about him being gay because I'm just like, first of all, I'm so excited that we have a gay bachelor because like it's always bothered me. And obviously, like he's like he's really cute. So, like, I don't know, my DMs are open, Colton, if you're listening. But um, I don't want to ever excuse his past. Um, I don't want to. I want to make sure we hold him accountable, and we totally all agree. You know, obviously, he made a huge mistake with Cassie, multiple mistakes, and it's definitely a sign of abusive behavior, and it definitely is not okay. Um, but I feel like Colton has taken the past six months to really grow and evolve and work on changing himself and bettering himself. And I think that really showed on the Good Morning America interview that he made progress in his life because he, you know, he admitted he apologized to Cassie during the interview. So um, also this is all about Colton, like coming out of the closet. It's an amazing thing. Um, He apologized to Cassie during the Good Morning America interview. You know, he definitely acknowledged her and apologized to her. Most of the interview was obviously about Colton and his journey dealing with his own sexuality, you know, growing up in the Midwest and being this, you know, Christian you know, boy going to religion and being in this Christian family, then playing football and getting involved in sports and then becoming the bachelor. I mean, he definitely never had time to process being gay because he was always in these environments where he was told that he had to be straight. Now, I personally come from a very different environment. I've always known I was gay. I grew up doing theater. So it's hard for me to kind of understand, you know, exactly where he was coming from or like, it's hard for me to relate to his story because I feel like I had it a lot easier than him in regards to me coming out. But um, I still can totally empathize and I totally saw, you know, the sound of his voice and his body language. And I totally remember me coming out to my parents when I came out as a teenager and I just really felt for Colton and I'm just so proud of him and so supportive of him coming out of the closet and um, just being authentic to himself. And I really look forward to seeing more growth and change in Colton's life because we obviously have seen some growth and change on this morning's interview from, you know, six months ago when he was literally stalking Cassie. So he's obviously, you know, making an effort to grow and change. And I, um, you know, I definitely applaud him for coming out of the closet and um, doing it on such a big public platform. It's honestly so, so crazy. So um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Colton with Lewis, my guest, when he comes on. Um, Lewis definitely said that he watches Bachelor Nation and he is a huge reality TV fan, but Lewis is also a Huge TikTok star. He is literally, guys, he is pushing a million followers on TikTok. Like, he is going to get to a million any day now. I'm so proud of him. I've actually been following him since, I don't know, for months, for literally months. I don't know how many he had when I started following him, but he did not have a lot of followers. So I am totally excited to finally chat with Lewis today. Um, He is absolutely hilarious. If you have to listen to him on TikTok, at Lewis Levante, he has so many awesome hilarious I mean the word is just hilarious I mean his sense of humor is just so unique so blunt so dry he talks about pop culture but I mean he just talks about everything and we're going to get into him and his story and then we're going to touch on some of the reality shows that Lewis likes to watch because this is a reality tv podcast but I also really want to learn a little bit more about Lewis um, and how he's become this tiktok sensation 
So um, I'm going to play the Lewis interview clip, and then we are going to discuss a little bit more about Colton and the whole situation at the end of today's podcast. Okay, we are here with Lewis Levanti, TikTok superstar. Lewis, I have been following you on TikTok for a very long time. I have to say, I, I noticed you in the comments for a while, but I'm the worst with following people back just because I try to stay off the app as much as possible. So I answer comments and then I like run. But then they commented something. I don't know what you commented, but there was, I was like, I need to follow him. And I followed you. I saw you through Audrey. So it was just like, Mm -hmm. it just made sense. I was manifesting you following me for a long time because you truly have been one of my um, TikTok inspirations. And one of the reasons why I actually wanted to like really post more on TikTok. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. I've never actually had someone say that besides, I mean, there's people in the comments, but that means a lot. Like it actually means so much. Okay. Awesome. But I also (laughs) do want to tell you though, because I have some tea. I actually unfollowed you for a brief amount of time. And I'm going to admit this. You probably don't know why, but you made a comment. um, You kind of roasted my healthy dish, the cooking account. Oh, yes. Yes. Which is fine because you were just joking. And I totally love your dry ass blunt sarcasm, but at the time, like my healthy dish or my daily dish, whatever it was, like, I just really rode hard for her. Like there was just like this weird week in my life where I just like really, really liked her. And I was just obsessed with her and you just roasted her. And I knew you were joking, but I was just like a little upset. So I actually unfollowed you. And then I refollowed you like two weeks later. Was it the, um, was it the everything bagel tortilla? Was it that video? I think it was that video, but this is a long time ago. I have to make some sacrifices along the way sometimes because that video got featured on so many like pages and all that stuff. And I looked back at it because she did comment on my post and I was like, mm-hmm. it was back to when I didn't understand. I, I understood because I work in media and stuff like that. But like, um, I have to be careful about what I say sometimes because yes, I have very dry humor, but sometimes in a duet, I can't put a song behind it that makes it funny. Mm-hmm. So she commented and like, I'm trying to, she's like, no, no worries. Like, I'm just trying yeah. to be like, really, I'm like, I was like, you're totally fine. It's a joke. Like, like really don't worry about it. And it got like almost like 2 million views. Yeah. I mean, she totally got the joke, but your sense of humor is so unique. Like you might be the most blunt person I've ever met in my life or like virtually met. Um, have you always had this sense of humor? Um, no, I actually, I feel like I, when I was really little, I was very shy. Um, I didn't really talk much. I just observed. I think as I grew up and went through middle school, through high school, I think it was the friend group that I had that we were able to just have like that very open dialogue and open humor Mm -hmm. where we were just very bluntly honest. And uh, with my friends today, we are the same way. We're very open and honest with each other. I tell it like it is. They tell it like it is. And I think how I am now and how I've grown, I just think if you don't tell it like it is or tell people how you actually feel, you're never going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do get a lot of backlash for being super blunt and super honest. And I get it. But either my response is my content isn't for you, or I I am a firm believer that there are things that you don't cross the line on. And I don't cross the line. I tiptoe it. And that's Mm -hmm. a problem sometimes for people. But I do think I'm not responsible for other people's, you know, triggers or things that like I can't. I can't cater to everybody. Mm -hmm. So you're always going to piss someone off. And that's something I've learned the hard way, but I've also grown and known like, I'm staying true to myself and that's what's most important because at the end of the day, I have me and I have people mm-hmm. who, are, who love me and are yeah. around me. 
And a lot of people get it. I mean, you obviously have so many followers. A lot of people really enjoy your content. But has there ever been like a moment where you like deleted a video because you felt like so many people just like really took it the wrong way? Because that happens to me sometimes. People don't always get my sarcasm. And I'm just like, really? You didn't you didn't see that? Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up, too, because it's it's happened a few times. I think a few off the bat that I can um, really talk to. There was one recently I want to say it was like a month or two ago I posted a video I posted a video back in like mid-January early February and around then my videos weren't being pushed out so no one was really seeing them so I, I didn't there was nothing wrong with them in that moment because nobody saw them there was no opinions being put on them and then once I hit like March 1st all my videos started blowing up and I had this video where I, I said in a dialogue um we need to bring back bullying that was the opening statement mm, so yeah. just to to like preface to everybody that's going to be listening to this I say things at the beginning of my videos to hook people and that mm-hmm. obviously people were going to keep watching yeah and some people did not keep watching until the end where I basically go into how people were bullying me and my comments calling me Ellen mm-hmm. DeGeneres which that's where the joke should have been like people should yeah. have understood that's where it was um and I was like little kids just need to be humbled or whatever and um a lot of people thought it was funny it went from being at like 30,000 views and it jumped to 4 million Mm -hmm. and like overnight it was ridiculous and I was like oh wow this is crazy like people are finding it funny like there's no issues and all of a sudden I get a duet from someone Um, I'm I'm on a live I'm on a live stream okay and I see my live stream jump from like 80 viewers to like 150 Mm -hmm. and I was like oh this is weird and people were coming in like threatening me and like saying all this stuff so Uh I went out figured it out. Um, a guy from a, a TV show duetted it, basically said I need to take it down. And that he, I was just like, but in my mind, I was like, I get it. It could have been a bet in better taste, but mm-hmm. also did you watch the full video? Did yeah. you know my content? Uh-huh. Most of the people that didn't like the video didn't know my content, but I did take it down because I could see it I, from a PR perspective. I was uh-huh. like, only two people duetted it that have big followings and I got rid of it took it down. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how many views it had. And those people took down their duets and it was like squashed. Yeah. Well, also people can stitch. So they could have stitched your first like three seconds. And this happened to me like a few weeks ago. So people were stitching the first three seconds of me saying like a rude comment about Addison Rae's new song. And then they're like, if you watched it till the end of the video and you saw the context, that's not what I was saying. So it's kind of like, um, if people don't know you and you just show up on their FYP, they don't know your page. They don't know your humor. So it's easy for them to take it the wrong way and then run with it. Yes. And also to correct myself, they stitched it and they did that. They basically took the opening line and that's Mm. all people heard. So my response video, which where I stitched his, and I was like, listen, I get it. I understand what you went through in seventh grade. Cause he basically just Mm. talked about his experiences. Like I've gone through it my whole life. I find humor in it. That's my humor. It might not be yours. Might not be everybody else's, but let's not, turn something and take something out of context into something way mm-hmm. more than it should be. Um, and now we're, we're mutuals and like, it, oh, was amazing. Weird. it was so weird. You just needed to kind of talk it out. I'm honestly, I'm currently getting stitched a lot today in regards to the Colton situation, mm-hmm. a lot of, we'll, which we'll talk about later, but um, regardless of like all the, whatever controversy, I feel like you have such a loyal following. You bring so much joy. Did you ever expect to blow up on TikTok the way that you have? No. Um, I was doing YouTube, fun fact, from January until end of March. I was filming YouTube videos every week. Like I was doing like the Blazing Challenge. I was doing vlogs with my friends. 
Um, and that was fine, but that's something like you have to promote. And I, I was just so against it. I was editing like every week and that drove me nuts. And then I yeah. posted the celebrity roast and I was like, oh my God, it jumped 5 million views overnight. And I had never experienced something like that. And when, but how long I, ago was this? This was, uh, last week of March. I want to say right before, like right as we got into the pandemic. Okay. Um, so it was just like a random video that I posted. It went super viral and from there, I was like, I can't, like, my mentality is like, I'm not going to stop here. Like, this could mm-hmm. be something. Like, let me yeah. you know, put, put like, pedal to the metal. Let's really try it. Let's double down. I stopped using YouTube because um, I just didn't see the benefit of it too much mm-hmm. time. And from there, I just started developing multiple series. People were following me. People from, like, that I haven't talked to in so long were finding me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just been wild. I, I don't even know. Like, I always say to my, my like, parents, I'm like, I don't know what I would be doing right now if I hadn't blown up. Yeah. Well, like, what is your niche? And this is what I was trying to figure out because we always hear to get started on TikTok, you need a niche. But I was looking at your page and I feel like your niche is just like being brutally blunt and like giving an opinion. Yeah, I've always wanted my niche to be me. Like, I just want to be my page. I don't want my page to be like, oh, he's known for cooking. He's Mm -hmm. known for roasting. And at first I was known for being that, just that loud mouth that roasted and like said what he was thinking or what everybody else was thinking. Um, I kind of changed my tone a little bit where I'm a little bit more informative. I do a lot of celebrity stuff, but I also showcase my life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I do the stuff of me drinking on the weekend. I do stuff yeah. with me with my friends. I, I've gotten to a place too, where I don't care. Not that I don't care. My content is not made with the viewer in mind. It's made with me in mind in the mm-hmm. sense that like, am I enjoying what I'm putting out? Because there was a time where I was like making videos that I thought other people would like and they would completely flop and that would just hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I need to take a step back. What do I like? And what I like is being me. So yeah. that's why I I would say my niche, if I had to give myself one, like besides just saying it's me, mm-hmm. would be comedy. I think yeah. I try to put a funny spin on everything with a, blunt, a bluntly honest approach. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where I fit. So then what is your favorite type of video to make since you do so many different things? You have a favorite topic that you like to talk about or that does well the most? Yeah, I, so I've gotten into a few things. I think one that has always stuck with me and I think resonates with a lot of people. And I, that's what I want the most. I want people to look at my videos and be like, oh my God, yeah, that me too kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite has been celebrity, um, not celebrity, uh, things from my childhood that traumatized me. Yes, so was, iconic so random like I don't even know how I thought of it I think I was like outside and I saw a kid using like um a skip it and I was like uh-huh. those are old yeah and it triggered me to make uh-huh. a series on it and I'm on part like 27 28 I, keep I know doing randomly I give like a little surprise uh-huh. every like month I do like one yeah I um, mean you are you are so consistent with your parts you have so many different series and I'm like I literally feel like I saw you be like something, something part 98. I'm like, he's still doing this and it's still working. You have so many, like you just keep going and going and going. How many videos are you posting a day? Cause you are so, so consistent. Yeah. I, I have played around with it a little bit. I used to post like whenever I was feeling like making a video, I would, I would make it and I would post it. I didn't really care what time, Mm -hmm. um, time does sometimes matter now. Um, I just know from my personal experience, what's sustainable for me because I also work a full-time job. I do TikTok. I have a life. I, you know, I experience burnout. So I try to shoot for two to three a day and that is manageable. Um, even when I went to LA, like, you know, I was in LA, um, Mm -hmm. 
I had filmed a ton of videos before I left because I know there are going to be times where I'm not going to be able to film things the way mm-hmm. I want to. And I ended up not really posting any of the stuff I pre-filmed because I was posting in the moment stuff. Yeah. Um, so two to three is like my, my golden rule um, just for me to like, even mm-hmm. if it's something so minute as like me ranting in my car. Yeah. So what do you do for work then? What is your full-time job and how does that correlate to your TikTok account? Yeah, so I'm a digital coordinator at Viacom CBS International. I work with MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, and a few international brands on the digital. It's like a lot. It's like a mouthful, but on the digital side and the social Mm -hmm. side, so from social strategy to backend analytics to content strategy, um, I do it all. I work with a very small team here in New York. Um, There's about 11 of us. And then I work internationally with London, um, Europe, all those different territories, Latin America. Mm-hmm. And I get my hands in a lot of different things, um, mainly with the main platforms, such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok hasn't been really um, attacked yet because just of legal reasons and logistical mm-hmm. stuff. But now because of my following, I've told, I wanted to tell them about it because one, I don't want to be posting things that puts my job in jeopardy. Um, mm-hmm. But luckily I work for Comedy Central yeah, uh, and they post some heinous stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was safe there. My boss has seen my stuff. Producers have seen my stuff and they love it. Um, And being on TikTok, it does give me a little bit of an advantage when we are now venturing into that space because they Mm -hmm. come to me for questions and information, analytics, all that stuff. So it's, it's really helped me a lot. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's right up your alley. So do you have like a goal in mind with TikTok? I mean, you are definitely becoming an influencer. You're gaining a following on all of your platforms. Um, I think I saw you that you mentioned you want to get back into YouTube do you want to kind of go down this influencer route or do you like your job now and see growth in your job? Here's the thing. Um, I do see myself becoming an influencer. I do see myself being a, a creator full time. I love mm. creating. Um, I don't ever feel like I should quit my job or go full time creator yet because I personally a lot of people have heard me say this. I personally don't feel that the platforms are super reliable at times. Mm -hmm. Um, They are reliable to the people that they keep safe, to the people that they work directly with. Um, I, you know, am fortunate enough to have a big following and I've managed that with a full-time job. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's naive of me to think that, you know, the grass is greener. I'm currently considering it like when people are like, what do you do? Like, is TikTok your full-time job? I'm like, I'm kind it's kind of like a dual full-time job, but like I have two full-time jobs. Yeah. Like I do TikTok when I'm not working, I work during the day. Um, I also see a lot of growth in my career because I am on the platforms. I want to work in that mm-hmm. space, but I also know now being an influencer and a creator, like what it's like. So that opens another door for me to work in influencer marketing and stuff like that, because nowadays they want us, they want us to be mm-hmm. on the inside with yeah. them. So uh, long story short, I want to keep doing both uh, unless one, you know, being a creator ends up taking off and making me like millions of dollars. Like that's, yeah. that's where I would be like, yes, I'll do it full time. Uh-huh. That's fair. So you yeah. recently um, spent some time in LA and I know you mentioned um, that you thought about moving here. Where are you kind of at with that? Um, TVD. Um, okay. There's there's some stuff that I've been doing on my end. I went to LA as the break. Like I just wanted a break from my four walls. I've been in mm-hmm. my room has been my home office. I've been filming in here. I've been doing my actual job in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just needed something to just break the monotony. And you're living and- at home with your parents? 
yes, I've been living at home since I graduated just because I started working literally the week after I graduated. I got Mm -hmm. my job before I even walked the stage. It was just like a whole thing. But I wanted to break the monotony. I got out to LA to do actually, I was going for a brand deal with um, this app called FlipFit that I love. I did a a few shows with them. Yeah. And I extended my trip because I have friends that live out there. And while I was there, I was like, damn, I need to get out here. Like, I need to be back because I did live there for five months for school. So well, did you do like an abroad program here? Yeah, it was basically an abroad. Like we had a satellite campus. I did it there. I loved it when I was there, but then so much time had gone by. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to be here for three weeks. Let me experience it. And I just, Mm. I didn't want to come home. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Long Island. We actually grew up like a couple towns as we talked about apart And I moved here right after college without a job. And it was truly the best decision I ever made. I feel like I was able to just kind of restart my life on my own terms and just live so freely. And I I mean, I just feel like you would thrive here. I think so too. And I know so. I know because like I was out there. um, You guys like still didn't have gyms open and stuff like that. Like I didn't have a routine. I was just really going about my day and I was loving it. And I was like, imagine if I just lived out here with my routine, my own place. Like I would be Mm -hmm. so happy. I got to meet so many creators. Like, as you know, I met Lauren Ashley Beck. Yeah. Um, my girl, my survivor queen. I love yeah. her. I met um, another another influencer. Her name's Katie. She does like a lot of food content. Um, I, I was just meeting a lot of people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity. I do meet a lot of people out here on the East Coast, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just like that. I don't know. It's my home. Like, I, I go yeah. there. I also hate the cold for mm-hmm. anybody. anybody yeah, of course. I hate the cold, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. So I know you are a huge Survivor fan and you brought on Lauren. I had Lauren on my podcast a couple of weeks ago because I'm also an OG Survivor fan. Um, was Lauren the first person you met and like became friends with from Survivor? Like, what was that like? Lauren was the first ever reality star that I've become Ooh. friends with. Okay. Um, I met her via TikTok because she found she was following me and I didn't even realize. And I just, I remember looking at her page and Survivor Secrets popped up. I'm like, who is this? And I went to her page and I was like, oh my God. I was like, it's Lauren. Like I, cause mm-hmm. I watched her season. I was yeah. rooting for her, like all this stuff. So I followed her back and then she messaged me. We were messaging back and forth and we were TikTok friends for a while. Um, and then we started getting closer. Like we were talking more, we were following each other on stuff. And then I was going to LA and she was like, we need to meet up. And when we met mm-hmm. up, I was like, we are friends. Like this yeah. is it. We met up twice. Um, and I just, it's, it's been so cool meeting her. She's such a cool person. I love her. Yeah. Do you love reality TV? Like, um, I don't want to say as much as I do, because that's probably impossible. But like, which reality shows do you love? Like, how much do you love reality TV? I am. I really only watch reality TV. I I don't like scripted TV at all. I'm not a big I mean, I liked like Big Little Lies and like I love you on Netflix. Like there's some Mm -hmm. shows that I will watch. But I'm all when people are like, what's your favorite show? I'm like, I love The Challenge. I love Big Brother. I love Survivor. Mm -hmm. I watched the housewives, the housewives. I do get caught, like very much. Um, I have to catch up on them all the time. Uh-huh. Just because There's so many, so many so on many. different days. I have shows that like interrupt them. Trust um, me. I get yeah. it. The mass singer has become a huge one for me. Um, and, and dancing with the stars. I feel like you really covered dancing with the stars on TikTok. Like I didn't even have to watch the show. I would just watch your TikToks. Um, and I know you were rooting for Neve, right? Yes. I was rooting for Neve, but touchy subject touchy subject oh my god um how long have you been watching survivor um how long have i been watching survivor so 
I don't know the exact time frame, but originally my mom would watch it and mm-hmm. she did like a, a survivor pool at work and I got in on it and I started watching it and I ended up watching it more than her. Now she no longer watches it. Oh my God. Um, but who, what was one of the seasons that I watched? Like have you been watching since you were like in school, like very young or was it like no. high school? I want to say, yeah, high school. High school is actually when I started Survivor and Big Brother. I started okay. I started Big Brother at BB16, and then I watched, I got CBS All Access, and I watched it all the way through, so I watched oh, cool. every season. Survivor, I want to say, I've seen all of Kelly Wentworth's seasons. Okay. And um, I want to say Natalie might have been my first season that I watched. Natalie, like Natalie and Nadia? Yes, Natalie, I, Natalie oh. and Nadia was the, the first season that oh, I okay. watched. That was season um, 29, I believe. And that was like with Baylor and her mom. Yes. Yeah. That yes. Season, and that season hooked me because I love Natalie and I'm Natalie's on the challenge sometimes. Uh-huh. And did you watch Amazing did you watch Amazing Race? Uh, I tried. I um I think I have to really sit and like get into it, but it wasn't like my travel and like I think I would have fun being on it. I think yeah. watching it, I'm like sick to my stomach because I'm like these people are getting to travel the world and compete like that's so uh-huh. cool and I'm just so like, cool you have oh, to yeah. watch the Natalie and Nadia season when they were on the first time like I mean I was obsessed with them um but which reality show would you go on have you thought about going on reality tv or or just in like a dream world which one would you go on because obviously you would make pretty entertaining television dream world not even a dream world like a goal one day for mm-hmm. me um I am pretty young I'm only 24 so like yeah. there are some shows that I'm like I would love to end game be on the challenge. Like, okay. Make that my career for the, like finish my actual career for a little bit. Be like, you know, uh-huh. what? I'm like 35. Let me go on the challenge for uh-huh. the rest of my life. Um, but that's obviously they're all a lot older. I never realized that like they're, they could literally just toss me. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that I would either do big brother or survivor. I did submit an application to big brother this season. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see how that goes. I'm the videos are very like, I know how to make a video, but when you're making a video for a very specific reason, it's a little bit harder, like harder to yeah. cram in everything about you. In it's like a minute, like, you got to talk really, really fast. Yeah. My video was like six minutes long. Um, Cause I was just oh, was wow. like, I, I had it at 12 and I was like, this is ridiculous. So I used my editing skills and like got it down to be like a nice mm-hmm. cohesive story, but you, it's not like a job interview. It's so different. Like I know my resume, I know the experiences I've had in my mm-hmm. job, but like it's so hard to sell yourself in a different way. Like, like I'm a personality, pick me. Yeah. Like I, I'm almost like, I wanted to just be like, can you just please watch my content? Like, yeah, well, I, I think I, if you I put know. your social medias on your applications for reality TV, um, that really helps. Because if they look into you, they'll see your personality. So you don't really have to worry as much about the audition video, I would think. But I actually don't watch the challenge. Um, I'm familiar with it, obviously, because like all the Survivor and Big Brother players that go on, but it seems kind of intimidating. Um, this challenge nation, it's almost like as big, it's like walking into housewife's nation. So like, what is like, why should I watch the challenge? Like what is so special about it? It is definitely for like a unique kind of viewer. It's a little bit different than big brother and survivor in the sense that like survivor, there's so many people from like different walks of life. Like you have like older Mm -hmm. people, younger people, um, people who aren't as strong, people who are smarter, people who are, you know, just very unique in their own sense. Uh, Big Brother is the same way and it's in a house and the competitions aren't as rough. I u- The challenge is the one I've been watching the longest. Um, mm-hmm. And it used to be similar to that of Big Brother and Survivor, just a little, the challenges were a little bit tougher. It has evolved into such a gladiator style game where every mm-hmm. single person who was on there 
is like ripped and muscular uh-huh. and strong. Like even like they prepare for it. It's so yeah. different than an actual, it's so different than it used to be, but it's exciting. I think every single time it's exciting, the backstabbing, the lying, mm-hmm. the the attempted cheating, the blind sides. It is just, it's, if you like Survivor and Big Brother and shows like that, yeah. this is that, but like on steroids. But don't they fall in love on that show too or no? No, the challenge, I mean, people feel like they, like, it, it actually used to be a lot like that where people would go on and they would like risk their game just to be with someone. Now, now they've all really, really set their mind to being like, no, we're on the challenge. We're here to play a game. We're here to win. Mm-hmm. They do like hook up and stuff like that. But I've realized it's no more about that. Like everybody's in there and they're like, we are here to win. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to kind of change gears into Bachelor Nation. Um, how big of a Bachelor fan are you? I am a very uh, fresh Bachelor fan. Um, I watched Colton season first and then I took like a break and then I watched, um, I've been watching the most recent seasons. I, I was very new uh, to it, but mm-hmm. I, people liked my takes and that's yeah. where I was like, oh, fine. I'll Bachelor Nation it. TikTok is a very huge community. So like, if you post about that, like you have to watch The Bachelor. It's just so relevant. So obviously Colton came out this morning as gay. You said you watched his season. I mean, what were your thoughts on his season back then? I mean, that was the first season you watched. Yeah. So today was, first of all, like just Good Morning America. They they mm. obviously know why he's on there. And like they but like yeah. nobody else really knew. Um, definitely a good stage for it for him. Uh, as I was watching his season, I remember just being like, to my friends who were we, we did like a draft and I was like I don't know what I'm doing uh-huh. it's like he doesn't seem like he knows what he wants at all yeah like he's so uncomfortable with so many of them he was very odd um I remember correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like he was very about religion at some points like yeah I mean he, he was talked- the virgin bachelor and he yes. kind of tied that into his Christianity um but he I remember like a few years ago like he was very known for being like actively wanting to be famous so when he became the bachelor a lot of us were very skeptical to begin with because we watched him on bachelor in paradise and the bachelor before and he was just always very fame hungry yeah because he was on a season before that and they brought him yeah as the bachelor but yeah i i didn't he rubbed me the wrong way but also i think there was more stuff that happened after that with um cassie Cassie, right yeah Uh, i just feel like that he was painted so poorly afterwards, but I think there was so much more going on that we didn't know. And like, Mm -hmm. he just, him speaking about it today, like clearly he's had a lot of soul searching to do and like a lot that he needed to figure Mm -hmm. out and he did. And that's great. And like, it was very emotional and I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, me too. I cried twice this morning. Like, (laughs) I mean, it was, it was so emotional and we finally have a gay bachelor. We never really expected this. Um, Do you think that people should, forgive him for his past with Cassie because a lot of people online are just like okay he's gay but he still did this he still did that like what is your take on the naysayers or should we just be happy for him he just came out of the closet like that should be celebrated I think accountability is still a big thing like he I I think he should still hold himself accountable for his past actions but I do think you don't you don't use that to take away from this like there's Mm -hmm. that's such a big thing um but I, I want to say more more so be happy for him, but he also needs to, you know, remember, like, you have yeah. some uh, wrongs yeah. to write. Like, there's yeah. some things that need to be uh, set straight. 
Yeah, but, I mean, I remember it was straight, crazy. literally. But I feel <laughs> like he, like, just, um, people need to stop making this about Cassie. Like, I feel like this is, like, his day to, like, yes. and I've been saying he needs to have his Yaz Queen moment and, mm-hmm. like, just leave him, like, leave Cassie out of it. And I think Cassie will speak up about it um, in, like, a day or two. But, like, this is not about Cassie. This is about him coming out of the closet and it has nothing to do with her. So, I mean, that's where I stand on it and I'm really passionate yeah. about it. I think she needs to um, wait her turn. Like it's yeah. Let's let let him have like a month. Like come Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Um. What other shows do you watch on reality TV, or did we kind of cover them all? Um. I mean, Housewives. I okay. I have an opinion. Hot take. Hot take. The Beverly Hills trailer was not as crazy as everybody made it seem. I wanted to ask you about that. You watched the trailer. I watched it, and I was just like, I get it's the first look. They always post more stuff. Uh But like the first look for Jersey, I was like, oh, I'm ready. Uh-huh. Like I'm the first look for Beverly Hills. I'm like, okay, you know, we we saw all this in the news. Like Erica's shady sometimes. Uh-huh. We don't know what's going on. I, I, I don't know. Just- I'm so invested in Housewives. I'm so excited. Do you have a favorite on Beverly Hills? Um, I mean, it was Erica. Uh, it, it's but like why like can't why Erica. can't it be Erica anymore? It still is Erica. I I think it still is because she's. I think the way she was painted in the the preview made her seem very shady, but I'm like, she's the last one to be shady. She was open about everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, my least favorite is Sutton, and she hasn't oh even been a housewife yet. Like, this well, is she, her she's holding her diamond. You don't like Sutton? I feel like she has a really like funny sense of humor. She's so blunt, but I guess she's like oblivious in it. She's so like, um, oh, I don't. She's such a party pooper. Yeah, <laughs> I can like, feel that. Like, I would never want to drink with her. Do you like Lisa Rinna? Sometimes. I do like her sometimes. She's messy. I think she has, she's messy and I love that. But then there's times where I'm like, Lisa, come on. Like, you know that was bad. Yeah. What do you <laughs> think about Amelia and Scott Um, in that little teaser? I'm not happy about that. I think that's so weird. Well, how do you uh, think it's going to play out on the show? Do you think Scott might make an appearance? Maybe. And it'll be like the friend, like something uh-huh. just very minor. I don't know if it's going to be like a... Like the same way, like, um, didn't, oh, Chris was like on an episode. I feel like it's going to be like that, like a very brief, like he was at an event. Yeah. Oh my God. I need to see Scott Disick on, on Housewives. Well, Um, when I saw Chris, I was like, oh, hey, Chris. I mean, Chris (laughs) has popped up a little bit throughout the years. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris actually became like a housewife because Kathy Hilton is now becoming a friend of, so I could see Chris doing it in a year, especially with the Kardashians ending. Like Chris might get like a little, like, where's the cameras? Um, are you watching Kardashians this season? I am not. I should. I think that that's a, a show I do need to catch up on just because I I would watch it a few times. I had a friend who worked on it, so I just felt mm-hmm. very invested in it. Um, but I remember watching like the preview where they're like, we've decided not to do the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, ow. Because <laughs> like, oh that's, that's like reality. Like, that's all we know. Like mm-hmm. when we were like younger, like it was them. Like now they're gone like what comes next like yes apparently there's rumors about a hulu show or yeah. something but like it's not going to be the same like it's yeah. it's very like that's an end of a, an era like a reality tv mm-hmm. era oh absolutely and i felt the same way jersey shore ended and then they brought it back but do you have a favorite kardashian because i feel like it tells a lot about a person when you pick your favorite princess can you can you guess i mean i kind of want to say courtney yeah <laughs> just because she like literally like gives no fucks yeah, I like her for that reason. I just think too, like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And like, whenever she's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I, I'm, I don't want to do the photo shoot today. Like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, I, I just think that 
I, I love her for that. I like how blunt she is. I like how she doesn't take their dramatic shit. Mm-hmm. She has her moments where I'm like, okay, calm down. Like, these yeah. are your, this is your family. This is your uh-huh. job. But I do love her a lot. What do you think about her and Travis? I like them. I think they're, uh, I think they're cute. I think it's going to be something for a long time. Um, her and Addison, not so much. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Do you follow any of the TikTok drama? Like, you don't make videos about that, right? I stopped uh, mainly just because um, I'm trying to be in like TikTok's good graces. And I feel like when you attack some of their own, they don't like that. Uh, But I do follow it. I'm very much up on the drama. Okay. Because you know what's going on with Nessa Barrett and Jaden. That whole scandal. That's messy. And I don't consider that TikTok drama anymore. I feel like that's like like barstool drama now. That's like, yeah, that's a mess. That's a whole mess. Wow. Um, so getting back to your like TikTok career a little bit, and we're going to start to wrap up. Has anyone recognized you in person? Has anyone ever come up to you and like fangirled? I've had um, two people at the gym. One person actually that knew my brother, he kind of came up to me as like, are you Lewis? And I had a mask on. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like I was like nervous. I was like, oh, uh. and he was like, oh, like I'm friends with Sal. I've been seeing all your videos. Like you're doing really mm-hmm. great. Like it's so nice to like actually meet you or whatever. And I was like, oh no, same to you. I was doing like this ab machine and it was like, you had to like put your legs and you like crunch, but it like folds your body. Uh-huh. And I came up and this girl was like staring at me and I just like stopped yeah. and she comes over and she was like, oh my God, I just, I have a question. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she goes, are you like Lewis? And I was like, she was like from TikTok. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, she goes, oh my God. Like I saw, like, I knew you went to this gym because you posted mm-hmm. a video, but it's so nice to officially meet you. And I was like, oh my God, you too. She's like, I hope you have a great day. I was like, oh, you too. Like, yeah. I'm surprised and- you wouldn't get recognized more. I mean, you are like, at, you're pushing a million followers. I, I'm okay with it. I would love to be recognized, but sometimes I feel like people are crazy. One that I did love, I did get recognized in New York city. I was at like a a bottomless brunch, which I was like, Mm -hmm. this is not the best time to be recognized, but I was walking and someone was like, Hey, and like, I saw a hand reach out in front of me and someone was like, you're Lewis. And I'm like, how do you, how did you Uh even realize? And she was like, we saw you eating. I was showing her your videos. We love you. I was like, love you too. Enjoy your bottomless brunch. So uh-huh. it's really, it's like nice. It's like heartwarming. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. people actually watch me and like me. Yeah. Has, has any celebrities um, reached out to you or followed you on like Instagram or something that you've been like freaking out about? Um, I mean, okay. So Neve followed me on TikTok once okay. um, and then he unfollowed me. So Why did he unfollow you? I don't know. I think Dancing with the, oh, I think Dancing with the Stars is over. So he was just oh. like, yeah, no more. Um, another person that has followed me, um, she's not, I considered this a win. Her name's Alana. Her, her at is like Lonzi Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, she's related. She's like a step sibling of the Hadids. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, hi. Um, uh-huh. but she's really cool. She interacts with my stuff. I'm trying to think, I feel like I've had people who are famous follow me. I mean, maybe uh, you're just like so used to it. I mean, I don't know. I consider like everyone famous, like all the influencers, like in the circle. I just like, I consider Audrey famous, you know? I have, well, I have like that inner circle now yeah. with like all the East Coast people, like Audrey, uh, publicity, uh-huh. Kate from TikTok, um, stay at home daughter. daughter. I was on that clubhouse. I love the stay at home oh, daughter. Yes. Remy Bader. I love her. I love uh-huh. Diana Giuletti. Um, She's amazing. Do you know Brian Boy? I don't. Oh, he's on TikTok. He's so funny. I need to, I need to expand more, but there are people like have commented on my stuff. So like Tana, uh, Tana Mojo commented mm-hmm. on my stuff a few times. One time it was like, cause I, I was roasting Post Malone in a conspiracy oh, theory. Okay. Like, I'll prove this wrong. And I'm like, uh-huh. follow me. Like, just let's be friends. Yeah. Um, I love tanks. We don't follow, I follow her, but she doesn't follow me, but it's like, fine. She's like 
She's doing her thing. Um, uh-huh. I just really like her. If, if I do look at anybody's content, I love looking at hers. It's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you going to do when you hit um, a million followers on TikTok? This could happen soon. I've debated. I just want to get there. I don't want to plan. Because if you plan things, I feel like the universe like puts a block up and is like, no, like mm-hmm. just let it happen. Um, I've always wanted to do one of those things where I have a ton of people just like, say congrats on one million in a video but I think Uh one million I could do more than one thing you need to do like so much a million is crazy I wanted to do definitely the the that's an easy one to do just to get it out of the way I wanted to like I don't know I wanted to get like a cake made the balloons of course I wanted to like eat a cake in my car like something weird something with a drink like I need to make like Mm -hmm. a drink pop well you should um you should say something like I'll shave my head when I get to a million not like actually shave your head but like something like that to get more people to follow you I've always debated trying to do that um I've tried to do that for Instagram because um for me personally being like comedy and stuff like that it's very hard to transfer my following to instagram yeah i always try to like entice and like i will literally answer all of your dms if you just follow me on instagram uh-huh. and like all these people that already follow me are like hey i followed you for a while answer my dm and i'm like hi <laughs> like yeah that's crazy so um what um where could people find you and like what are you working on like in the future like what is something we can look forward to like on your um socials yeah, so everybody can follow me. All my socials are luckily the same. It's at Louis Levante on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, Twitter. If you if you want to go to my Twitter, it's just uh-huh. my random stupid thoughts. Um, I'm also on, I've been working with this app FlipFit, which is like, if you want to see a different side to me, I do a lot of um, skincare, cosmetic, and wellness reviews on there. Um, it's like, a, it's an, its own app. It's in my bio. Uh, things that you guys can look forward to. I constantly am trying to develop series. Um, I currently just b- before this, I was like, I need to get motivated and write down a bunch mm-hmm. of ideas. Um, I have a few parts of more series coming out. So celebrities and the weird food they eat, mm-hmm. um, who they're related to, who is related to the Royals, um, their pseudonyms. And I think I had one more uh, unique names, which it's usually... I rebranded a bunch of things. Okay. So um, it's yes. unique names, not weird names anymore because mm-hmm. kept getting taken down. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep it up. And I like when you do parts like 90, 100. So like, do not stop. Cause I feel like you're going to hit like, this is part things that traumatize me part 364. Like literally don't stop and see how high you can go. I, w- I literally will. And sometimes like, don't tell anybody. A lot of people don't realize because I do get a new audience all the time. Uh-huh. A lot of my videos do have some repeats. But yeah, I, always, I always have something else to say about them. Um, another one that you can look forward to, I also do Zodiac sign stuff. So yes. I do their Zodiac video. You're I so good at that. Every time I'm just like, I'm a cancer. And, and I always is- tell people, I'm like, I'm like, you guys do realize I know nothing about astrology. Like these are No, but like- you're spot on. But I feel like people just believe anything with astrology. If you tell them it's your sign, people are so gullible. It's also because I know someone who is each sign. So I'm like, I just go based uh-huh. off my personal experience with these yeah. people. Like, and it ends up being to a T. Um, but yeah, I have another one coming out. It's kind of stupid, but all of them have been kind of stupid. And people They're, love it's them. stupid in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Everyone, make sure to check out Lewis. Just let him know at Lewis Levante. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I'm really bad with like cues and stuff like that. I was just like, it's okay. Okay. Well, um, thank you for being here. You're actually were my first a male guest. Oh, thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. I've had so much fun and hopefully I'll see you in LA.
Okay, guys, that was my interview with TikTok superstar Louis Levante. And I say superstar because he truly is going to hit 1 million followers on TikTok any second. And honestly, guys, if this podcast interview was not enough for you guys to follow him on TikTok, then I don't know what is because he's absolutely hilarious and his content, it really just has me cackling and crying. So make sure you guys check out Louis Levante on TikTok, on Instagram. I hope he comes back to YouTube um, because I feel like he would do really well on YouTube as well. And I will have Lewis's links down below in the description so that you guys can check him out if you are not already following him. Um, but if you came here because you followed Lewis, then hi, my name is Zachary. Nice to meet you. Um, so just kind of touching back a little bit to Colton Underwood, because I honestly cannot stop thinking and talking about it. Um, I truly am just like, so happy when we see moments like that happen where somebody really comes out of the closet and um, we can just really look at the bigger picture here and see a boy, a man that, you know, came out of the closet and was open and was vulnerable. And I really just want to take another second to applaud him because I'm totally rallying behind him and supporting him. Um, and, you know, I'm honestly really looking forward to seeing what happens in the future with Bachelor Nation. I mean, this has been the most monumental year of Bachelor Nation ever between Chris Harrison's scandal, our first Black Bachelor, Matt James, and that whole situation. Now we have a gay Bachelor. I mean, we have had a Black Bachelor and a gay Bachelor in one year. I mean, we need to have an Asian Bachelor next. I'm totally all here for the diversity. So, um, yeah, honestly, Bachelor Nation just keeps on moving, guys. And I'm actually about to go on my Instagram Live to talk about it. Obviously, you guys won't be listening to this until after the Instagram Live. So I don't know why I had to tell you, but um, I really just can't stop talking about it. So um, hello, guys. We just hit also like CBT. We also just hit 75,000 followers on TikTok. So as Lewis tries to hit his 1 million goal, I'm trying to hit my 100K goal. So Hopefully that happens in the next couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. And I really just want to say to everyone supporting me, hey, can I get a Yaz queen? Can I get a Yaz queen? Um, I just like to say, hey, because I really want you guys to know that I'm truly talking directly to you, just like I do on my lives. So I love you. I see you. I hear you. Um, I did end up announcing the two winners of my giveaway that I was doing. I DM them privately, but I will plan on doing another giveaway for hundred K. So make sure you guys check out my merch, ZacharyReality.com. There's a lot of merch on there. Some really funny sayings, something you might like. Um, so totally check that out and make sure you guys are subscribed to our podcast and YouTube and all of the things. So I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I will be making more TikToks now, more and tomorrow and everything else. So have a great weekend, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.